This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. Latino immigrants who work on New York's dairy farms and the dairy farmers who hire them live in legal limbo. The work on dairy farms happens year-round, but there's no year-round agricultural visa program. So hundreds, perhaps thousands of dairy farm workers exist in the shadows. Many live right on the farm in housing provided by the farmer. There's no regular government oversight of the quality of that housing. Some workers live in perfectly good places, but others find themselves in housing barely fit for a human being. Lucy Grindon reports. About five years ago, a 17-year-old girl left her home in Guatemala to pursue opportunity. Her brother had immigrated to the United States before her, and he'd found a job on a dairy farm. He was able to get her a job there, too. When she arrived, her brother walked her through the farmer's land, back to the tiny building where he lived with a few other workers. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. She thought, I'm going to live in this house? When she got inside, what she saw horrified her. Rats, cockroaches, bedbugs that made her break out in hives. We're not using this woman's name because she fears being deported. When she lived on that farm, a retired couple would visit twice a week to bring food and clothing. Nancy Pfeffer and her husband, Marty. The walls were alive with with cockroaches. The insects and rodents were throughout the both sides. I mean, so much so that you wouldn't you didn't want to sit down. There were other problems too. In the winter, the heater didn't work. You were freezing. You had to wear so many socks and so many sweaters. The farmer came to fix the heater, but then it started blowing black smoke into the building. She lived and worked there for about a year before she left. Now she's 23 years old. She's been working on farms in New York for half a decade. That whole time, she says no one from the government has ever come to inspect her housing. Never in the time that I've worked in dairy, never did I see any supervision come to see how the immigrants were living. Under state law, local health departments have to do annual inspections of housing for all seasonal or temporary agricultural workers, including immigrants who hold H-2A temporary agricultural worker visas. The inspections check for things like insect infestations, working heat, and functioning windows. But this Guatemalan worker and her companions didn't get inspections of their housing because they were not seasonal or temporary workers. They were working year-round. Technically, workers in their situation can complain to their local health department about housing issues, but various obstacles can stand in the way of their doing so. Jessica Maxwell is the director of the Workers' Center of Central New York, a farm worker advocacy group. She says it's rare for workers to file official complaints because of language barriers, lack of information, and fear of deportation. She says substandard housing is not uncommon on dairy farms. We do see a lot of issues with overcrowding. Some of the other common things we see are, you know, houses that aren't weatherized appropriately. And, you know, in the worst case scenarios, workers who are really being housed in, in buildings that are really outbuildings. Richard Stupp is an agricultural workforce specialist at Cornell. I've been in housing that's excellent and, uh, you know, relatively new. And I've been in housing that's adequate, you know, it's okay. And I've been in housing that's just, 
you know, rotten. Farmers can get up to $200,000 per year from the state to build or improve their farmworker housing. Stupp says there's actually been a construction boom in recent years. A lot of dairy farmers have made bunkhouse-style living spaces for their employees. When those structures are first built, he says they do have to meet regular building codes. But, you know, years later, after people are living there and, you know, whatever has happened, uh, you know, in terms of damage or in terms of insects or in terms of whatever filth (laughs) that's happening in the house or clutter, no, building code has, has nothing to say about that. So Stupp says farmers and workers end up sharing the responsibility of keeping the spaces livable. It's totally up to the, to the farmer on how well they manage that facility and how good of a communication system that they have established with the residents in that facility. But communication can be hard when workers have very little leverage because they're in the country illegally. Lazaro Alvarez is from Mexico City. He came to New York State several years ago and started working on a dairy farm in the North Country. He says the housing was overcrowded, dirty, and had a pest problem. And he spoke up about it. Fifteen days after I arrived there, there was a meeting between workers and bosses. And I said, there were a lot of cockroaches. And my co-workers told me I shouldn't have said that because they were going to fire me. And I said, I don't care. If they fire me, they fire me. And no, fortunately, they didn't fire me. They fumigated, and the owner said, thank you for letting us know. For Alvarez, saying something worked, but not every farmer is as responsive. The female worker we talked to says she spoke up about her housing problems, too. The farmer said he couldn't afford to fix them. She's in a better situation now, on a different farm. She says the housing is not perfect, but it's better. She doesn't want anyone else to go through what she did. The animals live better than we do, than we do, and we are part of the economy of the United States. Back on that day five years ago when she arrived on that first farm, there was no place for her to sleep. She remembers how her brother slept on the floor so that she could have the bed. She says seeing her brother wrapped up in sweaters to keep himself warm changed her perspective on the American dream. This is the United States for us, she says. I'm Lucy Grindon for WSKG News.